Hello, everybody. Happy Friday. Happy almost Halloween. I hope you all have some great costumes planned. I've got nothing planned. Um, let's see. We have Kimberly on from Tour Radar with us as our co-host today. Hey, Kimberly, do you have a fun Halloween costume? I do, actually. I'm going to be a rose, but a specific rose because my son loves the Plants vs. Zombies books. And so the entire family is dressing up as plants versus zombies characters. So my husband graciously is going to be a zombie and my son is going to be a pea plant. <laughs> That's really adorable. And I've never heard of that book series. I'm going to have to check that out. <laughs> it's super fun. Um, well, thank you so much for joining us. We actually had, thank you to everyone that submitted questions. We had a few that came in for Kimberly about tour radar. So um, there is one we're going to start with, with Christopher. But before we get into that question, I want to remind everybody that we do have a call for speakers open for host week at the end of January. So if you're someone that wants to teach advisors, educational, last year we had over a thousand registrants. It's a great audience. If you have something valuable, you'd like to teach other travel advisors, um, please submit your application. It's due November 18th. And I will put the link in the show notes, but it's at hostagencyreviews.com slash speaker or speakers with an S. I should have checked that before we went live. All right. Well, anyhow, uh, check the show notes for the proper link. So first question um, today is from Christopher. Christopher is asking, how do you know what photos you can use to advertise certain resorts and tours on your website? For example, if I have a stock or personal photos of the hotel used during a tour or an all-inclusive, can I just use those or do I need to get permission? So Kimberly, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, well, I'm not an attorney, but um, I did I did consult uh, with our with our team here. And as long as as long as you own those photos, so if you took that photo or if that stock photo is something that you purchased, you can absolutely use it um, on your website or in your social media, your newsletters. Um, you just want to make sure that you're representing the destination that you're selling correctly. Um, if you are a partner of Tour Radar, for example, we do have uh, photos that our operators. Um, supply. And we also have photos that we purchase through stock. And um, any of our operator photos, the agreement is with the operator. So you would have to check with the operator if you could use those. But if they're our stock photos, um, we absolutely let you use those so that you can sell the tours that, that we're selling. Um, we just ask that you make a slight modification to it. That means either decrease the size, increase the size, put some fun text over it before you publish it. Um, but our agreements with our stock photo um, allow us to allow our partners to, to also use those. That's really neat. And Christopher, it is going to kind of vary by supplier. So that um, typically, though, I'm going to also share my screen really quick and pull up. Um, so on this site, we have a, uh, let me see if I type in the word image in the search bar, the top seven places for to find images for your travel website. So there's lots of beautiful ones in here with like Pixabay and Unsplash. Mm -hmm. um, Wikimedia Commons. So I'll put a link into this, Christopher. This is, um, a lot of these are free. They'll have different Creative Commons licenses you'll have to be aware of, but um, that's another resource for you. And I would say like when you're in a supplier portal and they have a marketing area for advisors and there's images and stuff in there, those are ones you can use. But if it's something that's not that clear cut for you, I would reach out to your BDM or someone at the uh, supplier just to double check. So great question. Um, our next one, let's see. Okay, so this one is a specific, I think this is from Christopher too. I'm not sure if it's the same one, but um, 
he has a question specifically about tour radar. So really quickly, um, before we go into it, Kimberly, because some people may not be familiar with tour radar because you're just reaching out to the travel advisor community. What what is it? And yeah, how do you decide what's an adventure tour? Yeah, no, it's a great question. So um, tour radar, we are an adventure booking platform which connects agents and travelers with more than 50,000 multi-day tours and organized adventures around the world. So we currently work with more than 2,500 um, suppliers and operators who represent tours in, in 160 countries. And we work with the big brands that everybody's heard of like Ammo Waterways and G Adventures, Trafalgar, Globus, et cetera. Um, plus we also work with thousands of vetted niche providers and DMCs who are really local and, and on the ground. And um, what's great about working with us is that we are the only platform where you can access all of this inventory um, at once. So if you're an advert, if you're an, an, an advisor looking for a tour in Iceland, you can come to our website and you can search and see all of the available tours um, from different providers right there and then, and then compare the prices and the availability. And because we are connected to all of our suppliers through an API, it's completely live data, um, which means you don't have to wait on hold or send emails to the operators. You just see what's available, what inventory is available, the dates, the prices, et cetera, all from, all from our travel agent marketplace. That's fantastic. And I just, for those of you that are listening in, I just pulled up, um, if you want to check out the video, kind of Tour Radio's homepage, and they have some of their top operators. So there, there's a lot of things, there's a lot of operators in here that are, um, that work very closely with the travel advisor community, and you've probably booked before or looked into. Um, all right, so now let's get into the question from Christopher. So <laughs> now that we know what Tour Radar is, so Christopher is yeah. asking, let's see. Um, I am a soon-to-be new advisor, still in planning mode, but welcome. welcome. <laughs> very exciting. Um, I'm very interested in group travel, preferably LGBTQ plus travel. I was wondering if there is a way to zero in on into a radar on the tours and services that are either specific to LGBTQ or that are LGBTQ friendly, or is that too specific of a search parameter? No, it's a great question. And actually, we just held our big adventure together conference last week, mm. where I did, I did a session, um, or we did a session with, um, with uh, um, tourism South Africa and, and some other um, DMOs as well. And this was a question that came up, how can you guarantee the safety and, and how can people search for specific tours? I wish that we were doing something right now. It's not something that we are, but we do um, see the value in this. And as we look to towards a more sustainable and human rights um, type of search parameters on, on tour radar, it is something that we're looking at adding to our options in 2023, um, is, is looking at adding uh, the, the ability to search by LGBTQ uh, friendly um, destinations and operators. That's awesome. And, and Christopher, there's, I don't know if you've run into, there's a couple of resources on the site um, that I want to make sure that you have access to because um, let's see. So if you type in in our search box LGBTQ, um, you'll you'll pull up. We have Edward Jean on LGBTQ plus allyship. So if it's someone um, that wants to learn more about how to be a better ally, that's a great resource. Um, and then we also have um, five tips to make your agency more LGBTQ plus friendly or friendlier. So we'll link to those. Um, if anyone is interested in checking more information out on that. So let's see what else we've got. Um, 
Yeah. Oh, you know what? I'm also going to link to the adventure together because there was, um, well, first of all, I mentioned this in a past one, but not a big deal, but I won, I was attending and won two round trip tickets to Vienna. Yay, so that's awesome. Yes, yeah, the <laughs> highlight of my life. Um, <laughs> literally the highlight of my life. So um, we'll link to it though, because there was a lot of great, um, if you're interested in adventure travel at all, um, there's a lot of great uh, sessions that went on for that. And um, would highly recommend checking it out and they're recorded now. So I'll, I'll put the link in the show notes for that too. That would be awesome. But Steph, that brings me to a good point is I want to make, I want to make sure that your listeners, um, know what we define as an adventure. Um, oh, yeah. because sometimes an adventure can be a scary word, but for us, we define an adventure as a collection of experiences that are fulfilling to the soul. Well, what does that mean? Well, for you, it can mean laying on the beach or snorkeling the Great Barrier Reef. But for me, it means hiking Kilimanjaro. And for my best friend, it could be a culinary and wine experience in, in Tuscany or animal watching on a safari in Africa. So adventures doesn't mean something that's necessarily totally active and on the go, go, go. Yeah. No, an adventure can also be relaxing. It's whatever destination or activity is really going to fulfill your dreams and give you um, a, a, amazing memories um, to take away. That's perfect. Yeah, that's important too. I know the ATTA also has their, they, you know, they label what is adventure to them because it, it is so wide and varying and it doesn't necessarily yeah. mean jumping out of a, a, a flying plane. So there thank goodness. Go. Exactly. <laughs> um, all right. So question came in from Jason. Um, Jason was saying that I was hearing on episode 65, you're running out of questions for Friday 15. We always can use questions, so don't ever be afraid to put those in. Um, so Jason says, although my agency has been open four years, it's only part-time, has struggled in the beginning um, in 2018 and 19, and then COVID, it's hardly thriving. Um, however, I'm becoming more seasoned as I connect the dots in the travel industry. I've been listening to your podcast on Podbean the last week, and I must admit I'm addicted. Love to hear that. Um <laughs> Although at one point I was under a host agency, I no longer have one. In the meantime, um, I joined something called Vax Vacation Access, mostly to keep my hands in it and for their education. Um, my, my question is, what exactly is this? Um, what type of travel supplier agency, et cetera, is it? Uh, okay. And yeah. then there's one more question too about if I were to be in a host agency, would this still be beneficial? But let's do the first one. Um, okay. Because it is a little confusing. So, um, Kimberly, it's actually really similar to Tour Radar in a lot of ways. Do you yeah, want to? So I can actually. Yeah. So, Vax, um, it's a great question. And Vax is a marketplace, kind of like what Tour Radar is, but they really focus on hotels and air. Um, where what Tour Radar does, very similar to Vax. And if you're not with a host agency or with your host agency, completely encourage you to come to tourradar.com slash agents, register today for free. We offer up to 12% commission on all of our multi-day tours through the end of the year. So please sign up and join. Um, but what we do is um, we, our marketplace has more than 50,000 multi-day tours that you can come and, and search from and choose and book the one that's right for your clients. We also do educational sessions, like you mentioned Vax does. So we do destination spotlights. We do um, operator spotlights, all sorts of educational um, things where we share travel trends, who's booking what, what destinations, what sort of style is performing best, um, because we want our agent partners um, to be knowledgeable and, and aware of, of where travelers are interested in going and what's really selling. Yeah. And, and I think the like big picture for what you're looking for here, Jason, is so it's not a supplier. It's 
it's more of a marketplace, like a tech platform that brings together, like aggregates all these tours where you can book mm -hmm. them because just like within tour radar, how they're selling collect vacations and, um, Globus, I think I, now I'm forgetting the ones I just saw on the screen. Blogger, Globus, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so just like they're carrying a bunch of different brands under their umbrella under the uniform name of tour radar. That's the same as what Vax does. They have selfless vacations in there and, um, a whole bunch of other kind of like sun and fun destinations is where their strong suit is. So um, let's see. The other part of the question is if, let's see, if I were to be in a host agency, oh, um, would this still be beneficial to be in? Thoughts on that, Kimberly? Yeah. So um, again, a great question. And, and um, with with a host agency, as you probably remember from when you were with one, you have preferred suppliers. Um, sometimes your preferred suppliers might not have the type of tour that you're looking for to offer to your client, um, which then you're left with a conundrum. Well, do I just pass on the client or do I book, you know, do I book elsewhere? With Tour Radar, we, we, we work with most of the preferred suppliers that the agencies also work with. Plus, we have thousands of other um, operators and suppliers that you can choose from. So if you're not finding what you need from a preferred supplier, you have these other operators that you can that you can look at at booking with while still earning um, a commission for for you and your host agency if you're with one. And we really want to work with host agencies. Um, we we know that the that um, payment processes and booking flows have been a little challenging, and that's one of the things as a tech platform that um, that we're offering to host agencies and our independent um, advisor partners is the opportunity to book these tours in a very streamlined fashion where we take away at some of those financial um, and payment process headaches as, as well as um, maybe having to wait on hold or send an email to see if a, um, if a, if a tour is, is available. So we are, we really want to work with, with all you host agencies. We want to work with independent advisors. Um, check us out to radar.com slash agents. Yeah, we'll put a link into that. And if you're um, not familiar with preferred suppliers, anyone tuning in, I'll also put a link in, to our article explaining what a preferred supplier is, because that's an important concept. Um, let's see. I think we've got time for one more question. This one is actually from me. I snuck it in here because I was just <laughs> curious. Um, so Kimberly, does tour, okay, two, actually it's two questions. Does tour radar only carry adventure tours? And then how do you vet flyers? Because um, I know sustainable travel is a big core part of um, kind of the values at tour radar. So how yeah, how do you make sure sustainable travel yeah. is happening? So um, we're actually, we recognize the urgency of climate change um, and we have some amazing sustainability initiatives that, that we're launching later this year, but with a full blown out campaign in 2023. Um, what you'll see on Tour Radar coming up in 2023 is you will see four areas or four pillars, I should say, that we have identified um, for tour operators where we can then acknowledge if, this, if they are a sustainable tour or a sustainable operator. So that's really looking at what are they doing to reduce carbon emissions? What are they doing in the animal wel welfare space? So if they are offering elephant rides, we're probably not going to mark them as an animal welfare uh, underneath our sustainability mm -hmm. initiatives. Um, also, our, our, what sort of sustainability programs are they doing? And then um, how are they supporting destinations with um, the local supply chain? We think that that's really important. And we'll be um, adding that to our filters um, coming up later this year and in, in, in 2023. Oh, so fun. So nice. Yes. Um, and you, do you only carry adventure tours? And we already talked about how adventure is very no, broad. I mean, 
we have 60, what we call 60 adventure styles that you can use wow. when you're on tourradar.com to search from. Adventure just being one of them. Um, beach is another, hiking, sailing, culinary, cultural. Um, there's all these different sort of search terms that you can use or adventure styles that you can use to really find the right tour um, for you or for your client. Perfect. Well, let's see. I, I want to make a note too, because Kimberly's going to be back on um, on Black Friday. So yes. um, if you have more questions for Kimberly, please shoot them in at hostagencyreviews.com slash Friday15. Um, and we'll definitely, when she comes back and does her encore co-hosting, we'll go over those. Um, and Kimberly, so if people are interested in learning more about Tour Radar, want to learn how to sign up or anything along those lines, what are you the best person to reach and, and how can they touch base with you? Yeah, I mean, honestly, they can go to tourradar.com forward slash agents and they can get all the information right there and then that they need in order to sign up. If they want to email me, um, I'm happy to have you share my information. It's Kimberly.sturdivant at tourradar.com. Feel free to email me. I'm happy to help get you registered or answer any questions that you might have about um, partnering with Tour Radar as an independent advisor or as a host or as a consortia. Cool. Well, we'll put your um, email in the show notes for everybody because the last name, everyone may not get that spelling right off the bat. I know. <laughs> but um, it, it's no Lee, that's for sure. Sometimes I'm like L-E-E -E, and they're like L-E-E -E, and I'm like, yep, that's it. <laughs> that's all we got. <laughs> um, let's see. So um, thank you so much for tuning in, everybody. Kimberly, thank you for coming out on the co-host. Um, My pleasure. It was so next, fun. Thank you for having me. Yes, it was super fun. And next Friday, we have Lori Spears from Lavarte Travelon as our co-host. She's come on a few times this year, so hopefully she she's somewhat familiar to all of the listeners. But if you have questions for Lori, um, she's a host agency, so any specific questions you're wondering about that, please submit those. Otherwise, have a wonderful weekend, everyone. Hope you get lots of tricks and treats and lots of candy this weekend. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Yeah. Bye. Thank you.